hi thank you for joining and listening to bougie girl podcast this is my second second podcast i think i'm addicted to anchor like literally i love doing podcasts um today i'm coming on to talk about not even talk about talk to young girls who may have had a child at an early age any young moms out there or single moms that's doing this by themselves i want to give you guys a message and i really want you guys to take my testimony and hear my story and take something positive and implement it in your life so here's my story had my son who's now in his third year of college uh 20 years old he'll be 21 this month december I had him at the age of 16. So I was a junior in high school, pregnant with my son at 16. Devastated, scared as hell, did not know how to tell my mother um, that I was pregnant at this young, young age. Um, When my mom did find out, um, instead of her being... I guess a hard ass like some parents are and I know some of you guys may have parents that that feel like oh you were grown enough to go out and get pregnant you figure it out my mom held it down like my mom thing was you have to graduate high school so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take care of you and this baby until you graduate high school and I thank my thank God for my mom You know, um, I don't think she was, she turned her back on me because she was a teen mom. So she probably knew the fear and everything that I felt when I got pregnant with my son. So my mom held me down uh, long enough for me to graduate high school. I then moved out of my mom's house and I got my own place at the age of 18. So now I'm a young teen mom living on my own with a young baby that looks to me for everything, everything. So through my life, I've had jobs. I've tried college, um, wasn't for me. Every job I had, I literally quit or was terminated. Mind you, I'm a young mom. I have a child who's looking for me to take care of him. Um, I just got to the point where I was in my last job and I'm kind of fast forwarding. I was in my last job and was not happy. I was making good money, but was not happy. Um, they set me down a day before my birthday and told me that they no longer needed my position anymore. And they were letting me go. Already, I was already in school, you know, hair school, trying to get my license to become a licensed cosmetologist. And at first I freaked out like, oh shit, I have an entire family. I'm older now. I have this entire family depending on me with this check. What am I going to do? I sit down. I said, you know what? I'm going to get unemployment. I'm going to go full time in school. I'm going to be in school day and night. I set my children down. At this point, I had three kids. I set my children down. I said, if you guys bear with me, I'm going to make you proud of me. 
went to school, got my license, graduated, became a licensed cosmetologist. Six months later, I was blessed with my own hair salon. I had staff, I had girls on commission, I had girls paying rent. Mind you, I had no clientele because I came back to doing hair from the corporate world. So I didn't have any clientele. So I had these girls that was I was making all my money off of them. Blessing. Because it gave me time to figure my shit out and gain my clientele. Four years later, I still have my business. I'm still growing my business. And I'm proud of myself. You know, for me coming from where I came from, a mom at 16, I'm from the hood. In my area, I was supposed to be a statistic. I was supposed to be on drugs, maybe. I was supposed to be a stripper, maybe. I was supposed to be on welfare. I was supposed to because I was a teen mom. And those are the expectations for teen moms. When you have a child at an early age, they write you off. Oh, she had a baby. She's not going to be nothing. This is it. But I want some of you guys to know and you young moms to know that that is not it for you. My son at 16 was the best mistake. I always tell him and I tease him and we laugh. But he was the best thing that happened to me, the best mistake. Because I didn't plan to be pregnant at 16. But when my son came, it made me look at life differently. So the things I was doing and the people I was running with and trying to be down with, that all to me, no, no more. I can't do this anymore because this little kid that's coming, he's important. And what's best for him was important. So just because you have a child at an early age, and I do not promote teen pregnancy. That is not what I want you guys to take away from this. Like, oh, she's saying it's okay to get pregnant. At a, no. But what I am saying that if that is what happened to you, and if that is your, um, if that's what God had planned for you, because nothing happens for by mistake. If that was in your cars, it's not over for you. You can still be an entrepreneur. You can still work for yourself. You can still have a business. You can still have a successful job. You can still finish college. You can fulfill all those dreams that you had. You just have to work a little harder Because it's not going to be easy. Now you have this little person looking to you for everything, but it is not over. So regardless of how people feel or what they say or the trolls on the internet or whatever, whoever, regardless of what they have to say, you look at them and you let them know this is not the end for me. This is the beginning. And you can kiss my ass because watch me work. Watch me be that successful boss woman. Watch me be everything I wanted to be with this baby. So take away from this podcast today, if nothing else, if I can do it and if I can accomplish the things that I've accomplished coming from where I've come from, you guys can do it too. Hit me up. Any questions, any comments, anything. I'm an open book. I get... My sister, she comes down on me because she says I'm too open. I'm honest, but that's the only way I know how to be. And, um, yeah, thank you for listening to Bougie Girl Podcast. I hope my story motivated you. I hope that 
you realize that this is not your end all be all. It's just time for you to work a little harder and smarten up, clean up some things that may have not been um, good for your life because now is you and this little baby's life and just focus, 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 stay strong. Uh, thank you for listening to Bougie Girl Podcast. Have a great, productive day. Hi, thank you for tuning in to Bougie Girl Podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, I just wanted to come on, and I'm just thinking and driving, and this is why I love Anchor. I know you guys like, oh, she's always blowing up Anchor. I love Anchor. But I'm just thinking and driving about relationships and men. And feel free to leave comments, voice recordings, whatever, just to let me know if you agree or you don't agree. What I'm noticing about men in this era, unless I'm just in the wrong places, most men do not consider or care about a woman's feelings. They are super selfish, and it's all about what makes them happy and not what makes you happy. Um, And I feel like a lot of times men that mistreat women, they really hate women because they have mommy issues. So being that they have mommy issues, they low-key hate women. Or even deeper, maybe they're homosexual and they're in the closet and they're upset because they're not free to come out and be who they are, so then they mistreat women. And this is just my thoughts and my theories while I'm driving and I'm thinking. Because I'm noticing that a lot of a lot of men, they like to try to play mind games with men, women, um, mind control. And the thing is, it's different men. So it's not like it's one group of men that I, I meet and that, that have this trait. It's different types, different walks of life, different backgrounds, um, and they all have that one trait alike, and it's that they try to mind control women. But, see, I have boy cousins, and I was the girl cousin who loved my boy cousins, who hung out with my boy cousins. So I'm kind of hit to the shit. Like, I'll see that you're playing the game or that you're trying to mind fuck me. Um, I'll realize it, but my flaw is, I hang in there, which most women, we hang in hoping that the person we met come back. So that's a big no-no. And all of us women, we do it. We um, hold on hoping that the person we met came back, come back. Um, also, another thing, um, I have a, me personally, I have a tendency to put my man on a pedestal. And what I'm learning, I would treat my man like a king. And what I'm learning is if your man is not already, if him being treated like a king or being loved or showing love, if that's not embedded in him naturally, me treating him like a king only makes the situation worse. Because now he thinks she loves me so much my shit don't stink. She loves me so much, I can do X, Y, and Z, and she's not going to do anything because she loves me, and it's because I put him or put whoever I'm dealing with on this pedestal. So that's my major flaw. And the thing about me, I don't know how to treat somebody I care about like shit. I don't know how to do that. So 
it's going to always be, if I'm into you and you're my man, I'm going to treat you like a king. But I just need to learn to pick a little bit wiser. Um, I just wanted to come on and just do a little, you know, just talk about that. That was on my mind. Let me know if you ladies are coming into these type of guys who try to mind control you, who try to um, play you against other women so you can step your game up. Just any trifling thing that these men do. Um, also, men, I know it's, women are not, we're not angels, but you guys are worse. But if you feel like a woman has tried it, leave me a message. Um, let's talk about it. Again, thank you for listening to Bougie Girl Podcast. Have a great night.